Hey everyone, praise King Jesus. Um, today we are going to understand the process of God totally defeating your enemies and you finally tapping your blessing, but this time for good. What's the process like? What's the procedure like for most people in the Bible? I want you to understand that situation you're going through, its purpose in your life. For example, Genesis 39, verse, verse um, I think this is 16, we see that when Joseph, when God wants to lift you up, most times he brings up another person to push you from your comfort zone. Here was Joseph, fully favored in the house of Potiphar. And then God wanted to lift him up. So he had to bring about Potiphar's wife to accuse him falsely. And in the long run, he reached his destiny. So this verse 16 says, She kept his cloak beside her until his master came home. I think you all know the story behind that. She tried to sleep with him. He refused and was like, I can't sleep with you when my God is watching his focus was not on people because no one was there, but his attention was on God. So then she told him this story that Hebrew slave you brought us came to make me, came to me to make sport of me. But as soon as I screamed for help, he left his cloak beside me and ran out of the house. So sometimes you're not going to reach your destiny until some people accuse you falsely. Those people are there for a reason. So, the most important thing is this. Um, the most important thing is on verse 21. But while Joseph was there in prison, the Lord was with him. He showed him kindness and granted him favor in the eyes of the prison warden. So that prison you're in right now, are you in it because you've done wrong? Are you in those problems because you are at fault or because you did something for God? Sometimes people falsely accusing you is because of your faith, is because you like God so much. That is okay. As long as you're in this prison with God, the moment you step out of that prison, you're not going to be the same person. When we look at Exodus chapter 5, verses 17, it says, Pharaoh said, so this was after Moses had asked for the Israelites to be set free. Now for the Israelites to reach into their salvation or their rescue, God had to bring up Pharaoh and the Egyptians to hurt them. So Pharaoh said, lazy, that's what you are, lazy. That is why you keep saying, let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Now get to work. You will not be given any straw. You must produce your full quota of bricks. The Israelites, the Israelite overseers realized they were in trouble when they were told you are not to reduce the number of bricks. So he increased their labor. Moreover, he stopped the Egyptians from helping them. So when they left Pharaoh, they found Moses and Aaron waiting to meet them. And they said, may the Lord look on you and judge you. You have made us obnoxious to Pharaoh and his officials and have put a sword in their hand to kill us. 
so god is going to leave some people to come up to you to try and kill you but what we don't understand is that our thoughts are not like the lord's the lord let these people step over the israelites because he wanted to destroy them completely he destroyed whatever their faith was in and finally he destroyed their army at the red sea he destroyed their firstborn children their cattle their everything till they were only left with themselves so um i think that is that for those people then first samuel chapter 1 verses 4 um here we look at a woman called penina and hana they had one husband and apparently penina had children hana had none and hana was in a comfort zone whenever that day came for elkanah to sacrifice he would give portions of the meat to his wife penina and to all his her sons and daughters but to hana he gave a double portion because he loved her so sometimes we are in a comfort zone we are favored he loved her and the lord had closed her womb because the lord had closed hana's womb her rival kept provoking her in order to irritate her so god is going to let some people to provoke you and irritate you and what did this yield once they had finished eating and drinking in shiloh hana stood up now eli the priest was sitting on his chair by the doorpost of the lord's house in her deep anguish hana prayed to the lord weeping bitterly so some of these people god lets them be in our lives because it's going to help us to pray more it's going to help us to seek god more it's going to help us to seek for him more in order for him to give us our miracle and in the end we know that she was able to have a child and not just an ordinary child but one of the best prophets we can talk about today when we look at first samuel chapter 27 verse 1 but david thought to himself so for david god had to bring about goliath in order for david to reach his first blessing and for him for god to remove his rival that was Saul he had to still bring up Saul himself and Saul wanted David so much that he reached a point and gave up him and was like David thought to himself one of these days I'll be destroyed by the hand of Saul the best thing I can do is to escape to the land of the Philistines then Saul will give up searching for me anywhere in Israel and I'll slip out of his hand kugama he was fed up of everything have you ever tried so hard and you feel you've done everything but God's promise isn't happening in your life he was like i think i should just quit these things of becoming a king maybe god doesn't care anymore maybe he changed his mind right but god wanted to cast his final blow on saul and he really did it in the end and we know how david became a king so when we look at esther the book of esther there was a man named mordecai but for god to lift mordecai he had to bring up who what was his name haman first let's read chapter 3 verse 8 um it says then haman said to king zexas i really don't know if that's the correct pronunciation for that name but yeah 
There is a certain people dispersed among the peoples in all the provinces of your kingdom who keep themselves separate. Their customs are different from those of all other people and they do not obey the king's laws. It is not in the king's best interest to tolerate them. I, I think Esther and Mordecai were Jews. To cut the long story short, this man wanted them to be killed. Then chapter 4 verse 1 says, When Mordecai learned of all that had been done, he tore his clothes, put on sackcloth and ashes, and went out into the city, wailing loudly and bitterly. So wearing sackcloth and ashes was a form of mourning in the ancient times. Sorry, fasting in the ancient times. So some problems god is going to let them happen just so we can learn how to fast more because what you get through prayer has to be kept through prayer or whatever you get through fasting has to be kept through fasting when you proceed to chapter six we we see the king once lost sleep why because this man now had entered fasting and praying and slowly by slowly he entered his blessing when we look at daniel Chapter 3, verse 4. This one talks about how Sadrach, Mesach, and Abednego. So also for these people to be lifted, God had to bring about a fire. There are some situations in our life where you feel like it's really fire. You feel it's burning you up. It's consuming you. It's not fire you can see, but you feel it deep inside. And these people had to be cast into the fiery furnace but one thing i told you is as long as you're in this problem with god then it this problem can't consume you it's only because god wants to lift you up so we all know how they went into the fire um same chapter three verse 25 says he said look i see four men walking around in the fire unbound and unharmed and the fourth looks like a son of the god so as long as you're doing something for god trust the process is going to be there with you when we rush to verse 30 it says then the king after they went out of the fire then the king promoted sadrach Mesach, and abednego in his province of babylon so sometimes for god to promote us from the positions we are he has to bring about such things, such fires, to test us, to prepare us for what he's going to promote us in. For the bigger blessing, big things are kept with big, they are got through big sacrifices. Nothing comes on a silver plate. You want a good degree, you read for it. You want a nice marriage, you work towards it. Whatever beautiful thing that there is in the world. You want to date this girl, you're going to keep buying her gifts texting her, doing so many unnecessary things just to get her attention. It just depends on how valuable that thing is. So Daniel, still, chapter 6, verse 11. Here, this was Daniel's turn now. When God wanted to lift Daniel, he brought lions. It's always for our own good. We, ne we just never see it. Verse 11... Then these men went as a group and found Daniel praying and asking God for help. So they went to the king and spoke to him about his royal decree. Did you not publish a decree that during the next 30 days anyone who prays? So just know there are some people God is going to leave to gossip about you. Because in the end, it's us who benefit. 
in the end, you know what happened to these guys? After Daniel walking out of the lion's den, verse 24, at the king's command, the men who had falsely accused Daniel were brought in and thrown into the lion's den, along with their wives and children. And before they reached the floor of the den, the lions overpowered them and crushed all their bones. So you realize if God didn't let these men um, come against Daniel, they would never have come out of Daniel's way. So sometimes God leaves those people there to gossip about you and everything. But he has a plan. Like, God is all-powerful, all all-knowing. When we look at Luke chapter 23, verse 47. Now, the last example I have here is of Jesus himself. As for Jesus, his case was excessive. God did not only bring about Judas to tom- to betray Jesus. Do you know that some people are going to betray you just to get into your blessing? Some people are going to betray you. Others are going to mock you. The soldiers mocked Jesus. The criminals, imagine, you're walking in righteousness. There is this person who does everything wrong, but everything seems to be going on well on their side. Trust me, it's just a moment. You're just going through it. It's a testimony. Before you know it, if you just keep with God, if you're in this fire with God, in this den with God, in this trouble with God. Let's see. Verse 47. The centurion, seeing what had happened, now after them mocking him and dressing him, imagine Jesus was at the cross naked nothing what you see in movies he didn't have that he was naked full of wounds because they had beaten him a crown of thorns everything but at the end of the story guess what the centurion seeing what had happened praised god and said this is after jesus breathes his last and all those things happened darkness all over the place for three hours the rocks split um the curtain in the temple split into two and then finally they were like they praised god and said surely this was a righteous man so by the time people realize that you were on the right thing It may be too late for them. By the time they'll, they'll know that you're on the right thing, it's too hard for them to force a connection with you. Like you're too far. When all the people who had gathered to witness this sight saw what took place, these were the people who were like, crucify him, we don't want him, what? Witness this sight, saw what took place. They beat their breasts and went away. Like that was so sad. It was, I don't know, I wasn't there. But all those who knew him, including the women who had followed him from Galilee, stood at a distance watching these things. So one day everyone is going to see you were actually on the right path. But it will be late. It may be 10 years from now. It may be 5 or even more. I don't know what God's plan is for your life. But however long it takes, trust the process. Just make sure you're not in these problems because of your own making. Make sure you're in this problem for God. And are you with God? Yes. As long as you have that qualification, hang in there. You have a testimony, a big one to make one day and motivate those people going through that situation. Then, God bless you.